movement, a vibe, a person, a sister, a mother, a queen, a wanuza. We tend to listen to external noise. Uh, there's so much that is going on around us. And as this happens, our energy gets fragmented. There's a whole lot of uh, external noise going on outside on a daily, from work, from social interactions, from relationships, just from the media. And what this does to us, it fragments our energy. And then this can also lead to things like exhaustion or where you feel your creativity is uh, not flowing. It means generally your energy is fragmented. And when we just keep pushing ourselves because we live in a world where action is usually rewarded, you know, you have to really work hard uh, to be rewarded. And that's what we tend to do. That's how we are socialized. And when we keep doing that, there are issues of exhaustion and other things that are really not good for our body that create a dis-ease. You know, your body gets diseased, and then eventually maybe you'll have stuff like symptoms that then you get a de uh, an illness, like they call it disease. When you cut it short, it's disease. So um, my suggestion is that it's very, very important to once in a while just stop, pause, and catch up with our souls. Uh, we need to catch up with that because our soul tend to be uh, at the back end while we are in the action mode. And when we do that, we don't necessarily have inspired action or we feel whole or we feel well. So I would like to uh, share with um, one of the activities that I think, not think, I know and believe it does actually help one to be uh, zen out or to find some sort of alignment within themselves. And uh, this is, um, you know, it may be, I like using the most natural one, that is our breath, because everybody has it. It doesn't matter whether you are, you consider yourself big, fat, thin, broke, loaded, you could be anywhere you can access your breath, provided you are alive. So we are back and we're doing what we love to do, which is talk about relevant things and we'll talk about things happening in our community. Today, I've got a panel of amazing and phenomenal women who are speaking everything mental health, everything healing and everything wellness. Um, you know to log in and to find us, you find us on Instagram at Manuza, you find us on Facebook at Manuza, podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, everywhere. 
So I'm going to allow the ladies to introduce themselves because I don't own the narrative. And we're going to be amazed at what we've got in store today. Hi, ladies. Hello, Manuza. <laughs> Hi, Manuza. Hello, Manuza. All right, welcome to Coffee with Manuza, episode three. As I shared, we're going to be talking everything wellness, everything health. And the both of you are from a health and wellness spot, professionally and otherwise. Good. The, the contrast is always amazing. So let me allow you to introduce yourself. Okay, um, my name is Mother Kay Masire. I am a guardian of love and peace and because I got love and peace hence I do what I do I'm a mindfulness teacher and coach and I use that to help people heal and more interestingly on their emotional uh, state so that's who I am and a co-founder of an organization called Afromoto which is a mental and emotional well-being solution-based organization. Hello, Thank you. guardian of love. This is really yes. amazing. Hi. Hey. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow up of guardian of love. Okay, well, hi everyone. Um, my name is Dr. Nkusu. I am a medical officer at Princess Marina in the ER department. And you can find me on social media as Dr. Bay, um, where I share free medical health tips as well as natural remedies. I love natural, I really actually hate medicine. I really love natural remedies. I really feel like God has given us everything we need on this planet. You just need to tap into the knowledge and can use me. Hello. You can also find me on the sound waves, um, always giving out tips, advice, um, yeah. So this is very interesting, and I love that you say that you're you're Dr. Bay. Yeah. So you're like the the Facebook chick of us <laughs> people that are they're like the Google people that go to Google. Yeah. And you're the guardian of love. Yeah. And you're both healers in your own right. As mm. much as you say, oh, I hate medicine. You studied medicine. Mm. You studied medicine for very many years, and you went to China. Yes. You I went think. to China. Yes. And um, but through your studies, you become authentically yourself through your profession. Mm -hmm. Equally so with Mother Kay. Um, I want for you to share quickly a snapshot of your journey for how you became and where you currently are because there's a lot of stuff that we're going to chat about that require for you for us to explain first to our audience who we really authentically are and how do you source your authentic self to be in the place. Can I give you a little <laughs> yeah. So I'll give it Dr. Bay, yeah. Okay, well, um, like I said, I studied in China. Mm -hmm. And I think because of that background, you know the Asians love natural remedies. Mm -hmm. You know, we had a class called traditional Chinese, which was so difficult, but it was amazing. Mm -hmm. You know, they taught us that there's always a solution for everything out there. Okay. You know, whether it's, you know, through technology or through mother nature, you just need to tap into it. And I loved how the Asians went through with that. And 
obviously, you know, we most of us follow the Western side of medicine. Um, and in 2018, I went through a really, really scary health um, scare, which kind of got me bedridden. And I couldn't, you know, I'm a dancer and I couldn't dance anymore with Mopaku. We were actually supposed to go to New York for Broadway. I couldn't dance. I couldn't doctor. I couldn't do anything for what I was known to be because my identity was in what I was doing, not yeah. me loving myself. Okay. When you can't do what you do, do you still love yourself? And I had to ask that question. And unfortunately, I didn't love myself. I didn't know who I was. I just knew myself as the doctor or the dancer or the fun girl. But I didn't know who I was. And because of that, I had to unlearn, to relearn, to get to know who I am. Oh, wow. You had to disconnect to reconnect, which is quite amazing for what Mother K is known for. Um, You're known for allowing people to reconnect with themselves. But also, you didn't study medicine. So how did you end up being a healer? <laughs> um, so Joanna says, mm-hmm. I think I have such a heavy name, uh, which I didn't like when I was younger. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, I've come to really accept mm-hmm. and uh, embody my name, a mother. Yeah. So a mother is a nature naturally so i didn't even know that link or connection between my name and my personality so what happened is before i became uh, a healer or i discovered that i was a guardian of love uh, and peace uh, my professional uh, role was in the marketing and advertising space and i so loved it so much and I was so good at it if I say so myself Um, uh, however in that journey I realized that there is you know people always found it very easy to come to me and have a chat to me whether they are in my departments as a leader when I was a leader or not so I ended up being a default HR person yeah and then that's really how I then realized like you know that's really who I am because that used to really bother me yeah and I loved meditation that's how I got into mindfulness because in one of my corporate jobs I was bent down as well yeah why because I was in the media industry and male dominated yeah. I started yeah. young female mm-hmm. and then the high pressure and wanting to prove to their guys like you know I may be part of you here and I'm female but I'm really good yeah. that's why I'm hired mm-hmm. yeah. um, in my role so I think I overworked myself and just wanted to go on and on and protect my hands which were my team so uh, with that I started having panic attacks and I had to find a way to heal myself and I found meditation to be really really good and with meditation while exploring that, I found mindfulness. Mm. Yeah. So interesting. So I know I'm quite very clear and aware of your career path, especially mm. that we we shared a space before together in the media space. And then later in my life, and sometimes when we reflect sitting together, because mom, Mother K is actually my mom boots. So when we sit together and we reflect and we tend to share that being in a male-dominated space as a female, we, we tend to want to show up. Yeah, We tend to want so to true. guard our space all the time. And mm. essentially, we forget um, ourselves and to heal ourselves. So mm. what does healing really mean? What does it mean when you say 
I'm a healer and I look for it through mindfulness. And then you, you're a professional medical doctor. What does healing really mean? The essence of it. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think I'll just give a little before I get into the word. Yeah. Somebody was just telling me that they are tired mm. of healing. Mm. You know, next time I'm healing this, the next time this, can I just get over, man? Why do I have to keep healing my inner child? Mm. And my question was that, what is healing? You yeah. know, what do you want? What is, what do you mean by healing? Uh, because we are ever evolving being. Yeah. So for me, when I say somebody is healed is that you are in alignment, body, mind, and soul at that point in time with whatever is in your radar. But reading, healing, Mm. Healing is not a means to an end. You know, something happens, you 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 interact with other people, you get really affected by something, and then the wound comes, you need to heal. So that is really for me to be conscious of the self. Where am I? Okay. Body, mind, and soul. Am I really, you know, working at my most healthy optimal yes and then that's where I guess so that's good. where Dr. Bay comes into play yes so Ma, Ma, Mother K <laughs> <laughs> Mother K will, will speak of aligning and fixing the mind body and soul so how often do you think about that when you're doing health checks with Kalwe with, with I'll say customers you <laughs> <laughs> Patients, right? I mean, it's a function of where I am. So when you're doing, when you're dealing with certain patients, um, are you just going to run them through, okay, ABC, your temperature, your BP, and then do you, are you also conscious of, of bringing them, or giving them light about the mind, body, and soul? Do you practice some of those things? 100%. Okay. Interesting. That's what I did for me to get better, for me to sit here mm. and have my platforms because I had to connect all the three. Mm -hmm. And, you know, knowledge is power when a person feels they have the knowledge, they feel they have the courage or confidence to come out and say, hey, I have a problem. Yeah. Can you help me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's easier, yeah? Exactly. Because yeah. yeah. those topics we don't like to talk about, mm -hmm. you know, we think it's shunned down, mm -hmm. but it's not. It's 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 going to be there. Mm -hmm. And you'd be surprised you're not the only one suffering in the community. You know, yeah. for example, with my young ladies, um, I have endometriosis, which mm -hmm. is, you know, trying to summarize that it's like me having periods every day mm. for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, and it has a lot of its complications. And me talking about menstruation, it's it's like ugh. Hey, like, well, 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 you know, it only happens once a month, girl, calm down. No, it doesn't. It happens every day for me. Yeah. But it shouldn't be a topic where we should be shunned down. Both male and females should be able to talk about it and yeah. come out and say, hey, doc, I have a problem. Can you help me? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing with mental health. When you can identify I have a problem. I'm not okay. Mm -hmm. And it's okay to not be okay. To not be okay. But yeah, a lot of people don't acknowledge that. They don't. And, and in essence, we're going into November, which is the Movember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we're probably going to be seeing a lot of gents growing their mustaches for Movember. Mm -hmm. And they're probably going to be doing that in, in, in the spirit of, okay, awareness, prostate cancer, and that, and. But Rona, we know our brothers don't go and test oh, a lot. So how do you actually speak to them and get them involved? to come into the conversation it's the same thing men don't talk about mental health at the same time but how do you approach the the, the standard male to say look that one boys can cry let's start with the mental with the prostate cancer first then go into real <laughs> mental health um yeah well 
one thing I, I will say is as much as, you know, we're going through this pandemic, you yeah. know, with COVID, I feel like every single person has now been more alerted than ever that, hey guys, you need to take care of your health. Mm. More males have come out and said, yo, now I'm scared of this disease. Like, <laughs> what should I do? Dr. Husu, what supplements should I take? What does vitamin C mean? Yeah. So I found that they're more willing to learn and to understand and they're not as ashamed anymore, you know? And because of that, you know, um, what we're doing is those men who are willing to come out, especially those who are influential um, in our society, yeah. you know, they're able to come out and talk about their stories, you know? Stories like, hey guys, I am a businessman and just, you know, this past two years, it was tough. Yeah. It was tough. And I had suicidal um, attempts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I was, I did not know what to do. They're able to talk about it. And you find a lot of young boys out there like, oh my goodness, how could he feel like that? You know, yeah. you, you want to find somebody you can relate, relate to. to it. Because mm -hmm. a lot of people are like that. Okay. A lot of people are like that. Yeah. You'd be surprised. So Dr. Bay, I mean, let's let's ask the same question to Mother, mm -hmm. to Mother Kate. Like, how do you approach young men? Do, do you feel like, you know, you think they have the space or the platform to speak about their mental health if they're going through everything? And if they're not, how would you suggest that we be able to help them? Can I, can I, the, the girl child usually is seen as much stronger in the society. It's, it's, it's very interesting. Um, like she was saying, if the guys are given a platform and they are comfortable, oh my God, they do, do share. Yeah. But one thing that I've picked up is guys don't necessarily like talking issues with a group of other guy friends. Yeah. Yeah. They'll rather, you know, they are few or one-on-one. -on -one. I think it's because of how you socialize mm -hmm. and just like you make him fun mm -hmm. of each other. Mm -hmm. So even when they're serious, maybe they don't know how to to handle that. And then the other work that I've, I've realized from my end is I don't talk healing with the guys. The connotation and the association with that word is associated with weakness or a oh, lack yeah. of understanding yes. of what it is. Yeah. So usually when somebody calls or they've been referred or somebody say I have a, a partner or whatever, it's not, I don't come to help them. Mm -hmm. I come to like okay fine let's come and have a chat yeah. and then our chat is what then leads to whatever else may be needed to walk with them in their path mm -hmm. to make themselves better. But I think with guys, they can have a because they relate better to that. Yeah. I think um, we, we, we are heading towards the end of the year. There's a lot that's happened and when I talk to them, you tend to share your story, your COVID story a lot. And even when I'm up with mom jokes, mother K, you tend to, to bring or share to light that at the end of the year, we need to rest and give and give gratitude. So I think a lot of people have burnt out and there's a lot of stories that, and just earlier when we were catching up, you're like, but you know, we had the whole COVID scare, but I'll let you talk to that so that we can dig deeper to that, that we had the whole COVID and everybody was scared to COVID, but COVID is still happening, but we had other cases of health and it will speak also to burnout and how we should deal with burnout and stress mm -hmm. at the end of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, like, like you're saying, you know, the year is ending. 
um, SOE has ended, mm-hmm. you know, and there are two situations that I'm seeing on the ground. Okay. Uh, the first situation is, oh my goodness, SOE is done. Okay, now I can get my life back. Mm-hmm. Now they want to do like all their 10 plans all at mm-hmm. once. Yeah. And now they're feeling overwhelmed before they can even start. Mm-hmm. And you have to tell them, you need to take one step at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to take one, work on one thing at a time. Don't feel because you've missed, you know, 18 months of this that it's you know your life had to stop you have to take it step by step yeah then the other side is those who actually prospered during covid you know you have those people who COVID millionaires, right <laughs> yeah. you, you want to compare yourself yeah. to them you're yeah. like what did they eat they're yeah. like, prayed yeah they're, they're, they're doing well you know? yeah. yeah but you know um you find that those who are doing well like you're saying now they're burnt out because they've been pushing and they did well and now competition's coming you know people have found different ways to you know they found their secret formula Mm -hmm. and now they need to find something to even be better and now the stress and the the overwhelming is happening that's the two groups i'm saying and like i always tell people guys you need to take it one step at a time you know your own race on pace don't look at what you guys are doing look at what you're doing yeah your chapter, your story that you need to do. It's amazing, such power in this. I like, I love, I love when we have such dialogues because you know she spoke about something that's very um, trivial, and we tend to race with each other. Own race, own pace, design. You must do the things at your own pace. But mother K, how are you helping us? deal with burnout at the end of the year. Okay, before we, we get to that, I like what she's saying. Yeah. Like, you know, own race, uh, own pace. Mm-hmm. We are socialized to look at time in a certain way. Yeah. You know, when you're saying that, I'm thinking, why do we have burnout at the end of the year? My thing is, I'm big on investments. I'm really, really big on rest, and it has to happen throughout the year. You don't have to wait towards the end of the year to do that. But it is what it is for some people, so let me talk to that fact that I'm encouraging that, you know, make sure you do rest, because if you are not rested in terms of the thoughts that come to your mind, you know, your emotional state, and if these two are not okay, then what happens to your physical state? And then, today, you know, some opportunistic diseases that come because of stress and lack of rest. So, uh, on the fact that, okay, fine, what about, okay, I hear you now, but I haven't rested and I'm feeling bad out. What are you saying about me? But also, essentially, I don't think it's a question of we're not resting. It's just like you think you are sleeping and you think you're resting, but your brain is not shutting down. You see? Because it's a constant race. We're all in that rat race, right? Like, it's, this is just a point in case. Mm-hmm. We think resting is sleeping. Exactly. You just said you're not resting. and say exactly. rest. And then immediately you think, you okay, fine. I'm resting because I'm sleeping. Mm-hmm. I'm not just talking so about you here. rest? Rest okay. is just being. <laughs> exactly. Rest is being and not being overactive mentally mm-hmm. and physically mm-hmm. and doing something that will rather uh, rejuvenate you, you know? so good like the, the the scary time of covid came july mm-hmm. we were working 24 to 48 hours every That's single day we didn't have time to rest but mm. i was resting 
Mm. Mm. Rest in the baby. Hey, so, 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 so essentially <laughs> what you're saying is you know how to switch off. Yeah, mm. I knew how to disconnect my mind mm. from the hospital. I knew how to boundaries. Mm. You need to set up those boundaries. Mm. When it's nine o'clock, I don't take any phone calls. It doesn't matter if you're not my mama. I'm not taking no phone calls. Okay. Because you need mm. to rest and disconnect. What are you watching on the TV that's giving you pressure? Mm. You know, why am I watching Bridgerton? Mm. No, but, but you also, got... we must watch the soapy. Yeah. That's exactly what she's saying. Yeah. You know, what am I doing and what is it uh, giving me? You know, what is it activating within my being? You know, uh, if resting can be cleaning the pool. Exactly. Nobody, if somebody said I should do a chore to rest, I would. <laughs> I'd be like, it's a chore. So, because I am. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. So, because I don't know how to rest. Mm-hmm. Give, me, if, give me three tips and three tips each on how to rest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. So, okay, okay. So, three things I do to yeah. help me rest more is taking a bath. That's my resting spot. Bubble bath, salts, a book. Or some soothing music, candles. Don't play with me with my candles. Oh, like, yeah. oh yes, girl. Essential oh, girl. Hello. Don't play. Like, that's a masculine soothing. No, don't play. Hey, like, that's my number one. Yeah. The other two is I am a Christian, so I pray. Okay. I, I have my devotion every single morning, yeah. every single night before I go to bed. Yeah. You know? And then also the type of music you're listening to. You know, these days music is so aggressive <laughs> and everybody needs to look like this oh, and look no, like this like and just, <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes you need to remember who you are and what you want to be and what you want to remind your 14 years old, oh, well, 14 years old, okay. you know, so the type of music is very, so those are the three things I do to rest. Yes. Now, what do you do to rest? Okay, you're asking rest. Yes. I will then umbrella it as self-care okay mm-hmm. you know now taking care of myself advice mm-hmm. you advice or what i do mm-hmm. uh i nap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i take, I take uh, naps yeah. um at times i take a nap um not at my usual time but when i'm feeling stuck or when i'm feeling certain emotions that i do not have control over okay. i'll be just killing the momentum yeah because when when you are napping the momentum of thought just goes okay you will pick it up by saying oh what was i thinking when before i had napped but because i'm knowing what i'll be doing so i don't go back to that thought okay so naps obviously meditation yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then setting intentions yeah. you know and i never used to like intentions because mm. in everything that i do honestly i would like to really feel it mm. and to not just do it because it's been done so i knew the benefits of intention setting but i never did that okay yeah i didn't connect i didn't like you know if i'm feeling Just doing it. This yeah. is such a lovely conversation. So, 
But I want to ask, you said something to your old self come to shine. And you know, it's um, the both of you, you're, 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 you work for government, right? And But you're still Dr. Bay, which is unconventional. You were in media, but now you're a, a mindfulness healer, which is also like such a breakaway from the convention, right? Um, if you were to say something, because we're about transformation, no one is aware about transformation and changing the next life. If you were to say something to the 14-year-old self, what would it be? I love this question. I really <laughs> love this question. Yeah. It's a beautiful question. Um, I would tell myself, you're, you're doing okay. Okay. You're doing okay. Mm-hmm. Don't pressurize yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't look or compare yourself. Follow your own race. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you were talking about mm-hmm. competition, mm-hmm. male dominance, all of the you know mm-hmm. problems we have in the world. And my problem was, I'm in an you know medicine is competitive. Yeah, mm-hmm. when you're in med yeah. school, you're competitive. Arts mm-hmm. competitive. Like we're constantly competing. Yeah. Even right now at the hospital, you want to make sure that your specialist sees you because you can do this procedure. I stopped doing that. Yeah. I stopped doing that. And I had to remind myself, like, you're doing okay. You are okay. Well done to mm. her. And you're not crazy. What would I say to her? Oh, hey. word. Uh, I would say, like, you're special. Ooh. The way you are, mm. your weirdness is mm. actually what makes you who you are. Because I always just felt like, oh, oh my God, I don't feel. Yes. What can I do? But I didn't yeah. know how to do it. It yeah. just made me feel awkward. Mm. But you know, I just realized, like, oh, if every one of us could just be in their little weird, whatever their weird is, yeah. there'll be so much diversity in this world. There'll be so many things to see, so many interesting things. Yeah. So, um, just like Manusa, it's about authenticity. Yeah. You know, it will yeah. you know, it will just join join the doors and meet you where you need to be. So good. Ladies, it's it's been another power <laughs> conversation. Another episode three done right. And um, I want to thank you for giving me the space, for giving me the time and awarding me your heart. Because essentially on Mamuza we're about speaking our truths, belonging and transforming in the most simplistic and most lovable language, which is Kubuahelanbusan, I guess. And I want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So there you have it. Episode 3, done and dusted, and we were talking everything healing, everything love, everything guardian of love, everything Dr. Bay. I want to say thank you very much for logging onto our episode on Instagram at Manuza, on Facebook at Manuza, Apple Podcasts, Google Cast, everywhere, Anchor FM, we are there. So log on, tune in, turn on your notifications, and be sure to be a part of the conversation. Happy November. Happy November, guys, also. Cheers. sister, a mother, a queen, a manuza.
it's not the easiest thing to bring your authentic self and it's not always the easiest thing to show up for other people while you show up for yourself which is part of the lessons that we learned today with the healers that we had on the panel as a as a person or as a people we need to be there for one another and that is why we are part of this movement of transformation and that is why we have Mwamuza as a platform or Coffee with Mwamuza as a platform for people to come and speak freely about what they do and it's also a platform for us to celebrate one another as we go into the end of the year I know it's only the 1st of November but as we head out into the end of the year I like to share that you've done well celebrate yourself celebrate others and continue living your truth continue living your authentic self this is coffee with manuza signing out a manuza